Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host, this and every episode. And guys, welcome to all the new listeners. We have a lot of you, a lot of you listening are, are, are new to our adventures. We thank you for your support. You can find out more about me at jrodconcertsmedia.com. But the short story is I've been around music, around radio since 2005. So for a long time now, mostly in South Florida. We are now Nashville-based, of course. And we love bringing you the best of music, whether it's up-and-coming artists, current hit makers, or future legends. So welcome, make yourselves at home, guys, and welcome to the family. And starting with today's episode, we have a really great episode. Uh, her name is Charlotte Sands. She's from Massachusetts, now Nashville-based, and she is she has crafted quite a unique sound, basically indie pop at its best. And uh, her her story is pretty unique. She's opening for Youngblood right now across North America. And the way she got this gig was she posted on TikTok asking Youngblood to open for him, which would have seen like a pipe dream, but guess what? It worked. He, you know, it went viral with her singing. He got to him, to his team, and now here she is. And she is rocking and rolling. She's got a unique album out, Love and Other Lies. Check it out. And yeah, we're just happy to have Charlotte Sands on the show. She's going to share with us the, her adventures, her path, what manifestation meant to her journey, and a lot more. So we hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, Charlotte Sands on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hello, hello. Hi. Charlotte Sands, look at you. How are you doing? I'm so good. What a talent. What a talent. What a star, Charlotte. What an honor to have you here on the show. I mean, to say we've been binging on Love and Other Lives the past few weeks would be an understatement. We're like overdosed on it. And uh, that, not, that EP, of course, is out now. Um, and yeah, I loved you a little. Also great stuff. Where are you coming to us from, Charlotte? Um, I am currently in my mom's house in Massachusetts. Um, we were supposed to be playing some shows in Canada that got canceled. So gotcha. um, we are just kind of hanging out here until the Boston House of Blues show. <laughs> and so we're just kind of camping out, staying with my mom. Very rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very. Listen, I think that's very rock and roll in 2022. Like <laughs> canceled Canadian show, staying with mom. That's pretty, that's yep. pretty badass, actually. Yep. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And by the way, Charlotte, it was virtually almost a year ago, exactly, when you posted that TikTok. What is that is now a legendary story? You know, Young Blood. You're touring with Young Blood right now, uh, the English musician. You posted a duet of one of his songs, and you posted yourself singing alongside him and asking to go on tour with him. And here we are. You know, you're in Massachusetts opening for Young Blood. I mean, I have goosebumps just talking about <laughs> it. You know, first of all. I mean, I have so many questions here, but first of all, when did you find out that this TikTok, Charlotte, was like really becoming viral, was like blowing up and like was becoming a thing? Do you remember the moment? I mean, it was so interesting because I remember people like 
messaging me on Instagram and being like, oh, like, I work for his team, I'm going to send it, and all these kind of things that were like, oh, I have an in, I'm going to do this, and I was like, oh, that's so cool, I, like, didn't really expect anything out of it, um, I mean, it's, it's just so cool how it happened, and honestly, it was just one of, I feel like it was just, like, the additional thing that kind of helped me get that slot, because there are so many talented artists right now, and so many talented artists in this, like, genre, um, and so, there is so much competition for like touring slots. And um, so I think like something like that was kind of like the extra push um, for them to sure. me. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, I, I'm in Nashville. Like I think you live in Nashville. We yeah. thank you for thank you for being here because Nashville needs people like you. Like you are like a super important part of this city. But anyway, oh. but yeah. But talking about the TikTok thing, people use the word manifesting all the time. It's almost become like, oh, here we go. But seriously, the universe really is so generous when we ask specifically and open ourselves up to things, right, Charlotte? Yeah, I am such a believer in like positive affirmations and I'm so I'm such a believer in like I I think also anytime that I vocally like set a goal or said something, even if it's just to like convince myself, even if I'm like, I'm going to sell out this venue or I'm going to do this in a year. I think it like it tricks your mind into being like, well, now this is something it's not just written down and I can throw it away. I voiced it and I put it out there. And now if I don't do it, I'm not I'm like failing at this thing that I said I was going to do. And so you kind of have more motivation subconsciously, I think, in your everyday life um, to do these certain things. And I I until the last two years, like the last two years, the universe has been like helping me out a lot i really do believe so much of it is because of the energy i've been like putting out and the words i've been like saying and it's it's really incredible when you like kind of start doing that a hundred percent a hundred percent charlotte then since you're in massachusetts let me ask you a couple of questions about massachusetts yeah. right so so let's go back first um to Egremont, where you grew up before you moved to hoppington or whatever and i love <laughs> stories like this because you know that that town is such a small town yeah. I mean, you cut your teeth as a young girl here, but there's this story, and, and let, let us know if it's true, because I find it fascinating. Yeah. You, in, you're in third grade. I mean, third graders are like, what? I don't know how old they are, but they're not old, okay? And people are yeah. insecure, and you're in third grade, and you walk up to the best guitar player in your school in third grade, and you ask him to be in your band for a talent show. I mean, That's what? Funny. I mean, what a drive. How do you know this story? That's so funny. What do you mean? Like, you're a guest. I mean, it's Oh, my true? God. No, that's amazing. That's, like, my mom's favorite story to tell. My mom used to work at all the schools that I went to. She was, like, um, a principal, and she's a superintendent, and all these cool things. She's the best. But, yeah, I, I literally walked up to, like, a senior, I think, and I was like, um, you're going to play in my band. This is what we're going to do. And we he was like uh okay like he he like had he was like i'm not going to say no to this girl um i was like a, a tiny thing and yeah and i played my ta talent show with them and it was yeah it was so fun that was like my moment for me i was like i am famous i am a star i'm walking through the middle school hallways <laughs> like it was but, so yeah, funny. Yeah, but that's very powerful, Charlotte. Like you start seeing patterns, and for my audience, you see the pattern, right? Like I would, I would bet money on Charlotte's sense because there's a pattern here. She puts her focus, and like she puts the action, and stuff happens, and I love that. And but then you move to Hopkinton, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's where you really cut your chops. And how was that time developing as an artist before moving here to like Nashville? Because I mean, you're playing with your band. You had that release party, like at you know Bam eighty one in Huffington. All your friends and family showed up. Yeah. You know, you you always knew that this was what you wanted to do. How do you look back on this time? It's so crazy. I mean, like, I was just so lucky to be around people who made music. Like, my dad is still a musician, and all of his friends were musicians. They were the ones who played in my original band. It was all these, like, 45, 50-year-old men um, when I was in high school singing in these bands. And um, I was so lucky to be around people who, like, understood it, and it wasn't like a, oh, yeah, that's a cool hobby, you know? It was very much like a, okay, let's do it. Like, where do you need help? Like, how can we support you? And... So I think that like those kind of things, um, I definitely was like hanging out with a lot of adults and a lot of older musicians and I never really found like the high school kind of band like rock and roll thing. I was always like, oh, my dad knows a bass player. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, and but it was really cool because I was around these musicians who were like well known in my town and in my state and they kind of like, they were so cool to me. They were like these legends to me because like they played, they did music full time. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing in the whole world. I don't care if you're playing at like a bar and grill every Wednesday, like you're a musician, you know? And yeah. so that it's being, seeing that and being inspired by that before anything else and wanting just that life and then being able to see what else I could do and how far I could go. Um, after that has been like that was such a cool starting point for me and yeah it was really wonderful yeah I love that I love that story Charlotte and let's talk about the new EP for just a hot second I mean there's so many great songs I mean there's no filler it's just a fantastic listen is there a song that now that you've been on the road a little bit and you've had a chance to play it um, that you've noticed that it's getting like a a reception that you did not expect like a, like you're like wow i didn't think this song was going to be like so damn great live that people yeah. are really reacting to it i mean honestly my favorite song to play now is keep me up all night mm. um great. and i just like i think i always kind of sold that one a little short because it is kind of like a ballady thing and most of my songs are very very like fast drums upbeat like quick 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 lyrics and that one I mean, it's like the choruses are really ballady and it's um I was nervous that people wouldn't really like receive it the same way they received like the upbeat ones. Yeah, and, one, right. Um and now it's my favorite song to play live and it's like people just like gravitate towards it and it feels really like a moment during these shows, um, where they can understand what I'm saying. I'm like breathing, I'm able to like stand still and just like have this moment with the audience and it's not just me jumping around and flipping my hair and being like, yeah, you know? <laughs> right. Um, I'm still doing that, but it's like, <laughs> it's just like a really fun moment. And I think it's like, it just feels really special. And it feels like very much like we're all in it together and we're all just experiencing something at the same time. And um, instead of me just performing it for them, it's like, we're all doing it together. And it's really cool. I, it re- I really love it. I love it. I love it, Charlotte. And, you know, one of the favorite things, and, and we love talking about this in our show is, you know, when people see, have some sort of adversity, we always see some beautiful, some beauty come out of it. You know, I always yeah. like to say, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, right? And uh, Love and Other Lies starts famously with that voice memo. 
that your mom left you when Bonnaroo left you was canceled which we were going to cover it. We were like ready to drive. It was pretty bummy. It was, we had friends of our show that were going to perform. It was kind of a bummer for everybody. Yeah. Um, but your mom in this voice memo, she basically says, look, when one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. Can you just share with us a little bit about now that, you know, we're, I don't know how many months, eight, nine months since that happened, you know, how do you feel about that and the blessings that have come out of that? And like, what do you learn from that? I mean, yeah, it, it honestly, it goes back to like what we were talking about, like manifestation and the universe. Um, I like really trust everything on the universe at this point. I mean, we, we've seen over the last two years how much stuff can like come and go and be canceled. But then I'm about to go on tour, but then they get canceled and I'm about to do this. But, and then it's like you kind of really know it's like there's there's so much like um, you're just like not sure all the time. And it's like a really weird feeling to have, especially as someone whose job is like okay, we have to leave tomorrow, you know what I mean? It's very, like, quick. Um, but the the Bonnaroo thing was obviously so hard. It was, like, the one glimmer of hope I had for, like, two years was that at least I'm going to play Bonnaroo. At least I can get to Bonnaroo, and then it will be good, and all this stuff. And then three days before, it cancels, not because of COVID, but because of <sighs> That was so frustrating because it was a rain. It was, like, really, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it, it was the craziest thing because my, I couldn't even pick up my phone because I was so upset, and my mom called me and left me that voicemail. Um and I remember listening to it, and the craziest thing was the next day I got a call asking, you need to tell me within the next 30 minutes, will you, do you want to open for All Time Low, the main, all these things for the rest of the Sad Summerfest tour? And that was that, and the dates were the same dates as the weekend of Bonnaroo, so I wouldn't have been able to play it. Um, if Bonnaroo had happened, and I'm like not saying that one is better than the other, but like it right. really was this whole entire thing where it's like, if they had called me the day before that, we would have said no. And you know, and it was just really strange. And I ended up doing that five dates on that tour and that run, which was like incredible. And then because of that, I was able to like show that I could actually perform. And I wasn't just like, oh, luckily yeah. one time went viral on TikTok. Like I know how, what I'm doing on the 100%, stage. And, 100%. Um, yeah, and I was like, finally, after two years, ready to be like, I'm a performer, I got this, let me run, like, let me do my thing. Um, and then because of that, we were able to get like other opportunities and other offers, which is why I'm where I'm at right now. So it's like, oh, you're it's the bus of the city. I love it. Yeah, come on. I love um, it. Yeah. And so it all just it all just uh, snowballed into like where I am right now, which I like wouldn't trade for anything. So it's like very, very weird, but amazing. <laughs> My God, Charlotte, what a special soul. You know, you've been so good with your time. Thank you. But before I let you go, yeah. I do want to play a little game with you. We, we okay. play it with, with special guests, with cool guests. It's called <laughs> it's called Flip the Tune. And yeah. basically the way it works is we're going to play three 10 second clips of your songs yeah. in reverse in reverse and we just okay. want to know how well you know your songs if they're so nervous reverse. okay what do you think are you down i'm ready let's do it all right let's do it so we're gonna play flip the tune charlotte sands and away we go with the first one here we go Okay, is that every guy ever? Let me see, let me confirm with my sources. Is that every guy ever? Yes, it is. It's every yeah. guy ever. Oh my God. Pretty good. I can good. only tell because of the drums. The d -d 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 okay, there we go. Like you're already doing better than half of the participants. Oh my God, I'm honored. You would be surprised. 
All right. <laughs> Let's go for the second one. Flip the tune with Charlotte's hands, and away we go. <laughs> Okay, this might be an old song. Is this Phantom Pain? This Phantom Pain? Yes, it is. Oh my God, good. Okay, that's it. That was the one I was supposed to get you with, so. <laughs> Honestly, you almost did. That song came out like three years ago. Um, that's good so song. funny. It's like that one little synth thing, like the is the only thing that I heard. Oh my that's God, so, so funny. funny. All right, you're going for the perfect score, Charlotte. Very, okay. very cool. Here we go. One, two, three. Is I hope it's love you a little with the main and taking back Sunday. It is <laughs> unbelievable. Wow, Charlotte, look Yay. at you. Three for three. Deep. Amazing conversation, amazing artist, amazing performer, and like, you know, your song's backwards to boot. So, thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us, Charlotte. Thank you for having me. It's Absolutely. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good day. This has been J Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.